and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. Today, I am excited to bring you my first of a series of what I'm going to be calling Student Spotlights. So what this episode is, is I'm going to be interviewing um, my student and good friend, Sarah. She's going to tell you a little bit about about her business and then also uh, just kind of her journey and process through navigating all of the legal and tax stuff uh, through the program that she took with me. So with that nice little intro, I'll go ahead and welcome Sarah. Hi. Hi. How's it Thanks going? for having me. Great. Yeah, you're welcome. I guess I always like forget to do the bio part. I for, I forget that, but it's short and sweet. So Sarah, it's your last name is pronounced Saunders, right? Correct. Sarah Saunders is the owner of Sarah No Socks LLC. She is a former nurse turned product strategist. So can you start by just telling us like what the hell a product strategist is? Yes. So um, I'm not a marketer because I think that's the common question I get all the time is, are you in marketing? No, but I know amazing marketers who can help you. So what I do in product strategy is I work in the mobile and web design space. And essentially I like to call myself the translator between the business side and the design side. So designers want to make beautiful products. They want websites to be functional. They want people to be able to buy and find things quickly. And businesses have a vision for what they want their business to be and what that looks like in a technology platform. So I kind of sit in the middle and help translate between the two. Okay, awesome. Can you give us an example of a type of client that you have worked with if it's not covered by NDA or if not that, like an ideal client? Right. So, um, yes. (laughs) An ideal client would be essentially somebody who has maybe a mobile or web-based service. So, you know, maybe that's a platform on the web that you're looking to grow clients through. And then eventually you want to develop a mobile app. So it could be really anything that you want to sell or some sort of service that you're offering. And you're having a lot of trouble getting clients, getting customers. You know what you need to do, but you're not taking into account what your users need to do. And so you really have to look at those types of situations from an empathetic perspective. And you need to look at what does your user need in terms of a pain point, but how does that translate on the technical side, which is where I find a lot of people get hung up because they're like, well, we'll just put a button that says enroll today. 
great. Uh, so I think one of the best examples I can give of something that isn't very empathetic that's used heavily in this design space are the pop-up boxes two seconds after you're on a web page. <laughs> you know, like enroll today, sign up for my newsletter, here's your 15% off discount. Calm down. I just top on your website. I don't even know if I want your product yet. You know, but those actually convert pretty well. So like, I want to argue with you about that. Yeah, definitely. They do convert well if you have someone who is familiar with the product, but you're not taking into account your full kind of cycle of users. Absolutely. If it's somebody that's there to buy something, they're definitely going to use that little discount. But if somebody's just checking you out, you know, and they're looking for, you know, oh, is this a real business? And they're just trying to get a feel for what your website is. That's an annoyance and they'll immediately click off. So it's taking into account that full cycle and really being able to look at, yes, who are you solving problems for? What is that problem? And then diving deep down into what does it look like when you solve those problems? How do they nice. feel? Yeah. Okay, awesome. So that was a good, good overview. Now let's kind of get into when, so you started your business last year, right? Uh, kind of. <laughs> okay, so tell me more about that. Yeah, so my story, I think, is similar to probably a lot of people out there. I came from corporate America. I had what looked like on paper the perfect life and job. Um, you know, everything all lined up and was where it was supposed to be, but I was kind of unfulfilled. So I started on the side, you know, oh, well, I really like helping designers. And in my day job, that's what I did, right? I translated features for designers. Um, I came from a healthcare background and I'm a nurse, so I understood the clinical side and can translate that to our design team. And I found I really liked that, but I wasn't getting to like branch out enough. And I, I like the design community, it was a bit more creative. So I just kind of started taking steps to figuring out what it would look like to develop a business. And is this something I could really do? And <laughs> Yeah. So when did you officially launch your business? I officially launched this year in January. Okay. So January, 2020. Yes. But you got started with like all the legal formation stuff in 2019. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So. Okay. Super fun. So I'm going to, I was, I was going to kind of like tease this, but I feel like I'm, I'm really, I'm really bad at withholding information. So I'll <laughs> share with everyone what I'm actually doing um, is I'm creating, a, I created a fun email opt-in and it's a quiz titled, which, uh, which UFYB alum are you, which is unfuck your business, the name of my course. So Sarah is like the case study slash avatar for like the brand new business owner because Sarah joined the program before she'd really started monetizing her business. So okay. let's talk a little bit more about that. Why did you si decide that you wanted to join the program and fully set everything up before you'd started monetizing? Um, because I guess you were in the first beta round, so there were only three of you, but the other two, I think Christy had been in business for two to three years and Jeremy probably over five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so essentially I think, I just am very fear-based <laughs> when it comes to big steps, and I like to have things in line before I do them. So what I was really drawn to is the fact that I have all this education, and you know, I've gone to school and multiple degrees, including my MBA and my entrepreneurship class, but it didn't actually teach you the 
physical things you needed to do. Like, how do you get a business license? And how do you get business insurance? And what does the bank account structure look like? And your course brought all of that together. So taking kind of my, you know, traditional learning knowledge combined with your course helped set me up so that I knew from the start, I was paying taxes appropriately. I was licensed appropriately. <laughs> the government wasn't going to come after me because I wasn't doing the things I needed to do. You, you said you have your MBA? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I knew that. Or maybe you mentioned it. I don't remember. I'm terribly forgetful. Okay. Are you an Enneagram six? I'm an eight. <laughs> okay. Are you really? I know. Shocking. It shocked I me too. I wouldn't have guessed that. But probably, I'm guessing you're an eight, probably an eight wing nine. Uh, actually, it's seven, eight. <laughs> I'm striking out. You guys, if any of you listen to Enneagram podcasts, they say the number one rule is not to type people. And of course, I break that one all the time. Okay. So you're an eight wing seven. Yes. Interesting. All right. So then tell me more about this whole like fear-based thing. Like what are, what are you really afraid of when it comes to the legal side of your business? Yeah. So I was just really nervous setting up a business and going out and not being properly protected. One, I wanted to be sure that I set up all the licensure appropriately, which is why I went with an LLC from the beginning. You know, I, I came from a career and I wanted to be sure that I was protecting myself uh, aside from my business, because while I'm the founder and runner of that business right now, that's not who I am. So I wanted to be sure that was correct. And, you know, in terms of contracts, I just want to get into the space and make sure that I'm respecting my clients' property and they're respecting mine and that we're, you know, forming a really sound relationship in terms of you come in with the understanding and, and know where you stand in that relationship. Interesting. So I always think it's interesting about half the people I talk to say they join for the legal aspects and the other half join for like the tax and money management aspects. Yeah. So I think in our group, like you were really there for the LLC stuff. And then Christy, I'm going to, I'm going to have her on the podcast too. Um, the, her episode probably won't be for a few weeks, but she was just much more like, let's get my banking account situation figured out. And when it came to the LLC, I, I feel like she was more like, shit, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's a good description. <laughs> Cause that's how, I mean, that's, uh, everyone joins for a different reason. Okay. So before you joined the program, had you taken like any steps to form your business entity? No, I hadn't at all. I mean, all I knew was I knew the business side, right? Like you should have a business plan. And because I'm from design and understand personas, what your ideal client looked like, all of the business type side. But no, I hadn't, I didn't have any understanding of how much work it would take to, yeah. to legally set up your business and all the steps involved. Isn't it weird that when you get an MBA, they teach you how to like, they, I'm assuming they teach you what goes into a business plan, like how to do a SWOT mm -hmm. analysis, but they don't actually teach you how to form a business. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Like, and that was my favorite class in that whole program. And it was amazing, but it, that's all it was. It was a business plan. Like, how can you set up a business plan? And it was a brick and mortar. And, you know, we're fortunate enough to live in a day that service-based industry is huge and the internet has, you know, opened up the door to anyone to be able to have lots of opportunities. Right. So. I would say it's the same thing about law school. Like they teach you obviously what LLCs are, like that class is called business organizations, but they don't teach you how to form them. I think their logic probably is, is that it's just a bunch of forms you fill out. So like it's easy enough to figure out once you get there. But it's not really like the forms are not that difficult, but knowing which right. ones to fill out is the problematic part. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about when we went through the program. So just to clarify for everyone, I've now run two beta programs of Unfuck Your Biz. 
the first one was invitation only. So I think I invited like six people. It was basically people who'd given me inquiries for one-on-one work. Uh, and we ended up having three people. And then the second round, which just wrapped, had 18 students. So that one I did a launch for. Sarah was in round one. So it was a mm-hmm. small but mighty group. Yes. Um, what would you say was like the primary thing you got out of the program? Uh, so for me, the primary thing, like I said, was understanding all the legal things and the unexpected was the taxes. I have always paid someone to do my taxes <laughs> because it was just easier to pay someone rather than do it myself. And the way you explain it is so much more digestible and made me feel really confident that I could do this myself and I didn't need to keep hiring people you know, the structures that you've set up as you go through the course that you can implement in your business and on the personal side, you know, there's lots of folks out there, I think today that have maybe a traditional partner and, you know, the spouse or partner is non-traditional in the sense that they're a freelancer own their own company. And the way you kind of explain and walk through all of that was just great because I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. I know how to do this. I'm confident that I'm making the proper deductions and the proper categories and getting it all set up. Yeah, and I always want to make it clear that I, I actually, I really like DIYing a lot of stuff, but I don't feel like you have to DIY everything, but you should know just enough to know if the person you're hiring is like actually doing their job correctly. Because there are a lot of terrible tax accountants and bookkeepers out there. There are a lot of, also a lot of fantastic ones, but you need to be able to independently determine which camp they fall right. in. Exactly. And it, and I guess I will caveat it by saying this year, it was really super easy to do. Now next year when I'm a full year in business, I probably will go back to hiring someone, but at least I'll know that my bookkeeping is set up correctly and understand, you know, why they're in the categories that they're in to then talk with my Right. Because if you, so have you already filed your taxes for 2019? Yes, we did. So I'm assuming then you had business expenses, but probably not business income if you don't launch till January. I had very limited. I did have some um, kind of as a sole prop yeah, at the end of last year. Very okay, end of last year. awesome. This is a good tip because I always tell people and um, like, I'll, ju- I'll just assume if you had months of business expenses and just one or two clients, we'll assume that Sarah operated at a net loss without asking her exactly what her bottom line <laughs> That's was. correct. <laughs> okay, perfect. Some people will just like give me all their numbers and other people don't want to share as much. But even if you're operating at a loss, if you're a brand new business owner, you should still be reporting everything. Because if let's say Sarah's husband made $50,000 last year and Sarah's business lost $5,000, their taxable income is going to be 45000 So if she didn't report her business expenses, then she's missing out on the money she spent for her business. So one of the things that you learn in the program. Yeah. Okay, Sarah, share with us, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. What is one tip that you learned that you would want to share with all the podcast audience right now that you think would be very helpful and informative for them? Oh, that's a great question. I think if you are thinking about starting a business, uh, this course, for me, the one tip that I learned was really the explanation behind Soul Prop, LLC, S Corp. Like being able to sit down with a piece of paper and figure out which looks best for you uh, was probably one of the best tips that I learned. And do you mean from like a liability perspective or a tax perspective? Uh, well, both. First, it was liability, but also it does help with the, the tax perspective. But I think, you know, having those clear understandings and, you know, like I said, very digestible information was really helpful for me. Okay. Love it. So to wrap up, um, do you want to share what's your, what's the best way people can get in touch with you? Instagram? 
Yeah. So definitely on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook, but I'm Sarah No Socks on Instagram. My website, you can reach out there and find out more about me, sarahnosocks.com. Yeah. Happy to chat. Perfect. Okay. So just to let you all know, I have about five or six more of these student interviews, these student spotlights coming up. My goal is um, obviously to kind of highlight the benefits of the program. I mean, I don't think this is very sneaky marketing whatsoever, but also I want you all to get some good information about where these different students are when it comes to where they've been in business and where they're going. So you can kind of put yourself in their shoes. And again, if uh, you want to take my really fun quiz, you can just go to bradendrake.com forward slash quiz. Again, it's called Which UFYB Alum Are You? Uh, also on the podcast episodes, I'm going to ask everyone like I did with Sarah to share one juicy tip. So if you follow along, you'll hopefully get some good information out of all of them. I would also like to let you know that I do have my next uh, free masterclass series coming up in just a couple of weeks. It is titled How to Save for Taxes and Manage Cash Flow Without the Stress and Overwhelm. And in that masterclass, I'll be walking you through my Worry No More Money Roadmap, which is like an introduction to saving for quarterly taxes and running your cash flow. So you can check that out and sign up at Braden Drake dot com forward slash masterclass. Uh, as always, if you forget all these links or want Sarah's information, you can view them at the show notes, which is at unfuckyourbiz.com. So that's all I have for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will be back with you in a day or so. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.